Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. Hi. And Mama Kay. Hi, everybody. Uh, we're going to keep it together. Yeah. And tonight, we are going to review the new foreign film, the new Korean film, South Korean, in case you needed the, uh, the affirmation. Uh, it is Parasite. It's finally here in the States. It came out earlier this year. It was at uh, some film festivals. It actually won the Palme d'Or at Cannes. Uh, so Parasite is directed by Bong Joon-ho. Uh, he has directed many films, both South Korean and in English-speaking countries, I guess. Uh, Mama K, have you seen any of his other work? I have seen Snowpiercer. What? You actually knew <laughs> Yeah. I, I've, I've seen a couple of his movies, yeah. You've, yeah. you've seen Snowpiercer, oh. and you like Snowpiercer. To, I do like Snowpiercer. Well, I, yeah. yeah and that- it's a weird, yeah, it's a weird film, but I really do like it. And uh, Nicole, I believe this is your, based on that statement, this is your first Bong Joon-ho film. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what else they The done. only So he's done a lot of uh, South Korean films. His only English-speaking films that I can think of are uh, Snowpiercer, which Mom K said, and uh, Okja, which is a Netflix film. Oh, the one about um, the animal. I can't say that I have. Yeah, the one about the, the renewable large pig elephant animal that uh interesting yeah he makes good movies i've seen both that of those stick in my mind i feel if i had seen that i think so too i think you would know that's on netflix if people want to check that one out it's uh it's pretty good i don't know why i said it dismissively it's a, it's a pretty good movie um so yeah this is my third bong joon ho i gotta go back and watch his other foreign films because he's he's a pretty good director he's he's got pretty critical acclaim he's on the top of a lot of uh top living directors, top 21st century directors, um, and Parasite, uh, a lot of people are saying, is one of his best, if not his best film. So high praise from an already high praise director. Uh, I will read the quick synopsis on Parasite. Meet the Park family, the picture of aspirational wealth, and the Kim family, rich in street smarts, but not much else. Be it chance or fate, these two houses are brought together, and the Kims sense a golden opportunity. Uh, and I can't say much more. The synopsis says more, but I don't want. That's that's good. That's I don't want to be given any more away. Um, I I didn't know much about this going in, other than it was like a dark comedy with some other aspects in it, and that it had an overall class motif. That was all I knew going in. Do you guys know anything <clears throat> anything beyond that? No, nothing at all, actually. Um, I don't even know that I knew that much. Um, okay, dark so comedy. It was pretty. Yeah. Comedy of some sort. Dark, and, uh, we, yeah, we dark could, comedy. So we could talk about that aspects. Um, it's in a good amount of theaters right now. Uh, our barometer is usually if Mama K can find it in Maine, you can probably find it in your small town. Um, but uh, if, if you haven't seen Parasite, hopefully it's available to you. It's in theaters now. Um, we're going to spoil it. Uh, this is a movie to be spoiled. So if you have any interest in the future, I'd, I'd hold off until you've until you've seen it. It's uh, There's a lot to talk about. So There's a lot of We spoilers. rate things... There's a lot of spoilers. There's a lot of a lot of stuff I didn't know going in. I think it's better that way if you if you're mm. interested in this in his work in this kind of movie. Yeah, uh, we rate things here at Films with the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the characters, the plot, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. I should also say this is a pretty long movie. There's a lot of twists and turns, uh, and the names, uh, as we said before, are South Korean. Uh, I tend to butcher American names, so I will do my best <laughs> saying these names, remembering all the characters' names. It'll be probably a lot of poor dad, rich dad, poor kid, main girl. It'll be a lot of that, so bear was, with me. I was uh, going to go Mama with, K- like, Dad Kim, Dad Park, or, you know, because the Kim's That's... in the... I can get that. I can keep that straight, but... 
And those are a lot of our main characters. Let's let's go with that. So as we said earlier, the Kim family is the poor family. They live in a shabby semi-basement apartment. Um, it's, you know, real, barely put together. They're exceptionally poor. We see them at the beginning uh, folding pizza boxes to sell off at, like, a horribly low rate. They're basically unemployed doing odd jobs to try to stay afloat. Um, so father is uh, Kai Tech. Uh, and the wife is Chung Suk, and the kids are uh, Ki Woo and Ki Jong. Uh, it's a, a boy and a girl, um, and the four of them are you know making ends meet, trying to get by. And we'll meet the Park family in a bit. But the bridge to them and the Park family is a friend of uh, Ki Jong. That's the that's the boy, right? Ki Jong. Yes. No. The, oh. Ki Woo is, is the kid. Is the boy? I think so. Okay, we just need to I say boy right. boy Kim. You're right. Uh, apologies to South Korean listeners. We are ignorant. Um, Boy Kim, uh, ha- Boy Kim has a friend, uh, and Ki-woo that is friend, Kiwoo, is the boy. Okay, we've established. Uh, uh, Kiwoo has a friend, and uh, he is a tutor for a wealthy family, the Park family. Uh, he tutors their uh, sophomore and high school daughter, uh, and he is going to be studying abroad. He doesn't trust the other like frat guys to be around her at his college because he he doesn't he has like a crush on her and when she turns 18 she he'll he will ask her to marry her and all that stuff um so he wants to trust his friend to go do it and the friend's like i i'm not a college student i don't have any like you know real uh credentials he can apparently teach english it's an english tutor but um doesn't have credentials and he's like oh the the mom isn't you know super smart you'll probably be able to get by with my recommendation and and some some smooth talking and uh so that's that's how we start and he you know he meets the uh mrs park uh who is you know the park the park family mrs park uh mr park is like a wealthy what is he a um lawyer is that what he is he's something he's a businessman of some sort remember they go uh the dad goes to his office and his office is, it looks like they're like maybe he does like startup. tech is it a tech startup? It's something yeah. like that. He's he's exceptionally wealthy, and he has yes. yeah his office is it's that classic uh, new wave office with all the glass walls and you know everyone's kind of modernly dressed. Um, and then the, we already said the daughter, uh, young uh, or I guess daughter daughter Park is the teenage age um, who's getting tutored, and their son. I remember the son's name is Day Song. Day Song's yeah. name gets said a lot, um, and he is a hmm, like a what did they say? Ten year old, something like that. Nine year old. Yeah, probably he's something young. like that. He's he's young, but not like preteen, but not like a toddler. So uh, he is like a drawer painter. Um, the whether or not he's actually gifted or not uh, comes into play later. Um, but after after young the son Kim starts tutoring there. Uh, after he convinces Mrs. Park to hire him, uh, he then convinces her to hire. Uh, a friend of his from Chicago, Illinois, to come <laughs> and be uh, the the art tutor for the the son because he's gifted and he has Jessica. all this uh, great painting. And Jessica, um, Jessica yeah, yeah, Jessica Chicago. Kevin Illinois. and Jessica, maybe that's easier to do because Kiwu. Oh yeah, they call him Kevin. Kevin. Kevin and Jessica. That is probably yeah. a better way to do it. So yeah. Ke- yeah, Kevin's the son, the the Kim son, and Jessica is the Kim daughter. He she's not a. Uh, friend from Chicago, Illinois. He is uh, lightly tricked, uh, yeah, uh, Mrs. Park into hiring his sister. So they have to keep up the ruse that they don't, you know, they know each other, but they're not familial. Um, And they have to stick with their backstories. This 
kind of starts to escalate because then uh, they are able to get the driver fired. Uh, the, the park's driver who uh, is fired because they find a pair of panties strategically left there by mm-hmm. Jessica. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they seem to when we when we get flashes of the Kim family, they're hatching small plans to basically get their whole family hired by the park family so that they can live off of them by doing their work. Uh, one of the many meanings of the title Parasite. Um, I, I, I feel like I could just basically skip ahead to the point that all of the of the Kims are hired and there's things that happen in there that we can talk about that get them hired and the right. parks you know don't know that they're all related they all have their own little backstories um and some of the best stuff is how they get to that point but then stuff starts to turn in the middle here i don't want to just keep talking about it i will go to you mama k what do you think of the characters in this movie i find the characters really compelling um they're the, there's only one character that's sort of one-dimensional, but I feel like she's supposed to be, and that's the 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 mother of the park, the the old the rich mom. Um, mm-hmm. She seems very, um, you know. They start off by saying that she's not very smart. I just think that she's kind of she comes across as being neurotic, almost like almost like an American, you know, rich wife. I don't know that what the difference would be, but the fact that she insists that. Um, that her new help have American names is, you know, that tells me a lot about how they feel, how, how much they sort of revere uh, American culture and the fact that, you know, somebody's from Chicago is just, that's, you know, that's amazing. That's awesome. In um, general, American culture is fairly revered in many, many Eastern Asian, or Asian countries. Yeah. It's, it's pretty popular. So I, it's, I think that's a trope that fits. Yeah, I think, yeah, but I think it's, it's, you know, it's, perfectly placed here that that's important just to sort of know where this one character is coming from the rest of the characters are very uh the the fit for these characters in this movie is just i can't even describe it they're um it's almost you're just it's sort of like you're just watching a day in the life of these sort of tricksters and they're a little bit uh you know they're kind of scoundrels but not in a bad way you don't feel like they're terrible people you feel like in, until later but and then do you even then, they're definitely you know, likable especially at the yeah, beginning yeah they're, well they're likable and the only the only problem i have is that you know they even at the very beginning you say that they're poor and they're not really motivated they you know we struggle in the first 15 or 20 minutes for them to even get a job as pizza box fold folders so mm-hmm. that's really i mean what what have they been doing all of this time and now all of a sudden these you know this opportunity drops into their hands and i'm i find it really hard to believe that that this is the that this is the thing that motivates them to do everything they that you know that they do in this movie um hmm. the the park family um that they're all relatable they're you know definitely less i feel find that they're lesser characters in in the movie than the others um and then the other characters that we meet later um and are also really interesting and the the I think that they just show off everything that there is about all the class warfare. Uh, that's what I feel like this movie is a lot about is class warfare and uh, what parasite means to that. Um, so characters, I give the characters a four and a half. Nicole. Well, um, I definitely was thrown off by the title of this. I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect <laughs> based off of the word parasite. Yeah. I wasn't sure what they were going for towards um 
but I think that they implemented the different personalities of people very well in the sense that every one of these people feels like a parasite in their different ways. Um, a couple of the storylines I don't care for as much. I didn't care much for Kevin and, and the daughter that he's tutoring. I just thought that one was pretty slow. I know that that kick starts off, you know, our whole story, but, um, it, that one was just was a little boring to me. Um, I didn't like how he betrayed Min, his friend. I was really upset about that, <laughs> but, um, because, because <laughs> yeah. Min really liked her, but, um, I think that my favorite characters are the poor father and mother. I just thought that they were so wholesome in the sense that they loved their children so much. They were going to go through with this devious plan that they knew they could, they could screw up at any time. Um, but they still went through with it and became a driver and a nanny. He went out and found a new Mercedes to drive or whatever, a BMW, whatever it was like, he never even touched a car like that before, but he's like, you know what, whatever works, we got to make some money. Um, so I like, I like that family a lot. Um, I like how hard they worked to, in order to make themselves successful, even if it ruffled some feathers with other people, um, unbeknownst to them, but that was a really good story. It was really a character that we didn't speak about. I don't know if we want to bring this up yet, but a character that comes in a little bit later, um, as well as the nanny, the original nanny from this, uh, wealthy family's house. I mean, that storyline is freaking crazy and they did a really good job of making her really interesting and you know well i'm sure we'll talk about them in a little bit but they're probably my favorite characters of this um all together i think everybody worked really well together um i thought that the two families and their differences you can definitely see that and it makes you uncomfortable because of how many times like the um the wealthy father made fun of the driver's odor like because he's poor and their house stinks and you know you feel bad for him but that's just the like mama k said that's the class differential that we see um i think they did a really good job of of everybody playing off each other um i think i'm gonna give it a four yeah i um i agree with a lot of what you guys are saying i'm at a four five um i'm very very much interested in several of our characters here um i uh, for the kim side i think the father is very humorous and later becomes so dark and complex that it's very interesting. Um, I think their mo- their mother gets given this, uh, not the least to do because I think maybe the daughter's given the least to do. But I kind of like the daughter more. I like she's kind of spunky and is really into the. She seems the most into the deception, which I, I find interesting. I don't know if it's necessarily anybody has less to do than the other. I think it's you know they all have as like a respective role to play so it's hard to say who's who was more important than the other that's true this movie wouldn't work without all all of our principal characters including the couple we haven't talked about as much are necessary even i I guess at the most you could say um the sophomore daughter of the park family is i guess the least important of those core eight family members but even she is necessary in some plot mechanisms and it would wouldn't be as good without her yeah, and she start she she gets it rolling. You can't have it without her. Um, I think the dad park is not very compelling. Well, yes, but he had a, he has some important. His role is very important later with a couple other characters, like what he represents and yes, um, 
so I think, by and large, the Kim family, exceptionally interesting. I like all of them in their own way. Like is such a weird word in this movie because I don't know who – I'm not <laughs> cheering for anyone, but I don't right. hate anyone. I understand everyone, and that's important. Yeah. And and I, I, I the ride is exceptional in that in that aspect. Yeah, like the parks are not as interesting, but they're still very – it's only because they have to compete with the Kims in interestingness. They're still very interesting. Mrs. Park's actually my most – I like her the most because of – She's really the plot mechanism. She's the one who hires all the people. Like, it's her decision in the end because, you know, uh, Mr. Park's at work. The kids are the kids. So, like, it all comes down to her. And the way she is, I I buy it. I I think, um, what did you say, neurotic? A little ditzy. Um, She she seems the most Western of the the characters, I guess, in that sense. I I feel... She's very very stereotypical. When you have a story of a wealthy family and a stay-at-home mom who takes care of her children but not... Not really because there's a nanny and doesn't cook doesn't clean has no perspective of how the outside world works she has the driver go grocery shopping with her like she doesn't have to do anything herself and i don't know if maybe that was too stereotypical for me i still really enjoyed her character because she kept kept the ball rolling with everything but it was it was just i've seen that before Maybe it's the actress played it so well then, I guess, for me. Because you're right. She's the least, uh, and I agree with Mama Kay said, too. She's the least dimensional character. But, everyone, I mean, everyone else is so complex. And her role as the plot mover doesn't, it doesn't, not only does it not bother me, I like her. I I like, even though she's kind of dumb and is the most sheltered of of all the main characters, I I like her. (laughs) I still, I I, I like her. I like everybody. No one's unlikable. No one's a pure hero or villain. And uh, so four or five, you, we're all in the four, four, five area. I will talk now about one character we have not talked about, Moon <laughs> Guang, who is the original nanny of the family. She cooks, she cleans, she does all the stuff. And one of the best scenes for me, one of the most elaborate scenes um, is she's the last uh, pin to fall. She's the last person who needs to get fired so that uh, Chung Suk, the the Kim mom, can come in and take the nanny job. Uh, so in or- the, she has a horrible peach allergy. She We see her always <laughs> cutting up fruit for her kids, but peaches are never included. I think it comes up at one point to um, the yeah. uh, daughter Kim that she has the peach allergy, and the Kim family works together in this really fun, elaborate sequence where um, Mr. Kim is informing Mrs. Park that uh, I was at this uh, – I was at the um, – the clinic or the doctor's office the other day and i overheard <laughs> so i overheard your your yeah. your nanny she she seems to have uh, tuberculosis and she and uh, they're like you people still get that and she's like oh it's 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 not uncommon and uh and then like she like she and it's you know she's afraid it's contagious for the family she's really worried about it and right. the well-timed uh uh, peach fuzz drop by I think it was Sun Kim <laughs> drops it right on the nanny's uh, back of her neck without her realizing it. So as soon as um, as soon as yeah peach fuzz and as soon as Mr. Park brings uh, Mrs. or Mr. Kim brings Mrs. Park home going up the escalator nice and slow along. she's hacking up along we get slow mo right. shots all over the house he goes and then she throws the tissue away in the bat in the in the uh, trash can and then a little the uh, packet of hot sauce which was established earlier and were you uh, thinking that when you saw it the first time that they were you were you knew they were going to use that as some sort of blood when they put the hot sauce the in the pizza sauce? and earlier yeah it's it one of the exactly like blood it's like such i knew a, it was coming up 
And it happens right before this whole thing happens. Like, the last scene right. is like, oh, I think we have a plan to get the mom in there, blah, blah, blah. And they, with the last scene we shot we see is them dropping hot sauce on the pizza. And then this whole sequence, this five-minute sequence begins with this whole deception. It's right. it's it's, it's so freaking good. It's so, I didn't it's one know of the what best. it was going to be, but I knew it was like, okay, this is important. I'm going to be right. watching for yeah, this, definitely. you know. And so Mr. Part or Mr. Kim, when he walks up to the trash can to pull the the tissue out after he's <laughs> he's filled Mrs. Park's head with all these tails, drops a little bit of hot sauce on it, tucks the packet deep in the trash can, pulls Seals the, the tissue up, and gives her like the he gives like the solemn like wide eyed yeah. like nod, <laughs> oh my and she covers gosh. her mouth. Oh my god! Yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's so good. It's incredible, and it kicks off the part of the movie where. The twists and turns and crazy shit starts to happen because she yeah. gets fired. Um, uh, Chung Sook Kim gets hired, uh, and the family, the Park family, is going on a um, what is it? A fishing trip, camping, camping trip. trip, camping yeah, trip for the boy. So for the boy's because birthday. they're right, and because they're going to be gone for a little bit, uh, the whole Kim family comes over, celebrates. You know, we see shots of them hanging around the house, living like they're rich. Um, they get drunk, and then. In the middle of their little fun party, uh, we get a ring at the doorbell. Oh, who's the oh. ring at the doorbell? And we go out and we see it's Moon Guang, the fired maid. And uh, they have a little bit of back and forth. She seems not, she seems like kind of manic, but like, oh, like okay ish, but like clearly something's going on. And the whole family's not supposed to be there. They're not supposed to know that they're family. So there's a lot of tension there. Um, they let her in because she left something in the basement. She just left something in the basement. We just got to go down and get it. And um, so she, they let her in. They go down to the basement. She goes down to the basement. Um, uh, Mrs. Kim does not want to go down with the basement with her. And after some time passes, she's like, I got to go check on her. She's trying no, to the push. the family tells her, to go, tells her to go. She doesn't want to go at all. Well, no one wants to go down there with her. But I yeah, know, I, I but get the your, family's get, like, it's all you. And I was I like, get your I point. don't want to go She's either. the only one who's supposed to be there. So she's the only one who can go. Right. And right. Um, so she goes down. And I, I, I was expecting something more conventional, a hanging, yep. destroying the house, something like that. No, yeah. she's trying to push a cabinet over. <laughs> And like she's like braced against the wall and like she- really trying to pushing and he she helps her push and we get a secret hatch that no one has talked about. This has not been mentioned, shown, alluded to in the whole Actually, movie. Actually What? I wanna say I wanna say something. Oh, did okay. you have that I an inkling? So I kinda did. Okay. And if we can re- rewind a little bit back while we're hiring the daughter into the family as an psychiatrist art theorist person oh, for the little right. kid. I know and where we get this we get the scene where the whole reason that he has these where he where he's anxious and has this ADHD feeling and all is because he saw a ghost prior to you know and a couple years prior. And I want to know if you guys had thought at this point when the nanny is running downstairs, because she's actually pretty frantic at this point, were you expecting anything to correlate back to that ghost premonition I didn't that think the she said, kid has seen? I didn't think she said ghost until after, in a little no. bit when they get home and she tells the story. I thought she just said, he had, like, she said, did he have a traumatic experience in first grade? Yeah, and then was, she covers her issue. mouth. I thought that's where they left it. I didn't. I don't remember a ghost. No, no, until no. After because this whole scene happens. She she told she told the daughter that he had 
a, a, like had an instance with a ghost before and then later on she is telling the mom about it and tells the full story okay is that how you remember it yeah, mom? okay I, I think that's how i think that's how it happened i because i was expecting something sort of supernatural too um in the basement and not i mean part of me was like oh she's just going to be hanging there because she is she's a part of the house i mean she was actually there when the house was built by this uh famous architect and you know and that could still be good them scrambling around to try to hide the body that could still be a solid way to end it that was my first that was my first i was halfway there and then i was like okay but maybe something super maybe she's in charge of something supernatural downstairs and this is what the boy the whole that's what i wanted to know what you thought of by ghost were you expecting full ghost or were you expecting something else i wasn't you were were expecting ghost ghost. I, i was expecting something supernatural not necessarily ghost mm-hmm. i um, was it was not in my head not i guess I, I yeah <laughs> I, I was not i was thinking conventional only destroying the house in the basement or be or hanging herself and then the family would have to cover it up that's kind of what mm-hmm. i i was leaning towards and you were did, all right we're, so we were get did, did you expect what we got i guess is what we're saying oh absolutely not absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> none of us did i don't think it's it's, wanna, it's such a twist i want to meet the person I want to meet the person who knew what was coming next. Right. <laughs> so they open the hat. They open the, the, they move the cabinet. They open this secret door, which as soon as they show it, I'm like, you know what? A lot of rich people houses have secret hideouts, bunkers. Like that's somewhat of yeah, a trope in movies. Room. Yeah, I a, pan- a panic vibes. room. We just panic did room. that a few, few weeks uh, ago. Exactly. But <laughs> it's just something vibes. I, it's just something I would never think about. And as soon as they oh show it, I'm God. like, oh, oh, that. That does that makes some sense. That's not completely ridiculous. Uh, the, you know what? The dropped line that I got earlier was um, when Mister when Mister Ki- uh, Park was complaining about his housekeeper or saying she's pretty good, but she eats too much. She eats for two, and I'm like, huh, that's yeah, a weird thing. Yeah. I mean, she's a little chubby, but she's not fat. Like, and so they open the hatch, they go down the stairs, and emaciated on the bed and and barely hanging on to life is is Moon Guang's husband, Gin Su. Christ. Who has been living in this basement for four years? I thought it was a son. She... Son? No, husband. Husband. I didn't I know it was a husband until she said it's yeah. my husband. When I saw it, he looked like he was just like a malnourished, large, older child. I didn't know oh. it was husband. Well, yeah, no, I think you're right. In the beginning, Nicole, I thought the same thing. I thought that she was taking care of somebody because he didn't really look all there. right. She looks so older. That's what I thought, but really, it's, I mean, oh, it's I, definitely. I don't know. I, I assumed spouse immediately i don't know i don't know but regardless there's been a man living in this house unbeknownst to the family (laughs) for four years they don't know that he's there they don't know about the hatch they know nothing about any of this and now the only one who knows is is the is uh mrs kim and eventually her family who are eavesdropping on the stairs it was so fucking hard for her to open up this hatch this time but she's been doing it for four years without an issue what is going on with that Oh, hmm. I mean, well, maybe she hasn't opened it. I don't how long. I don't know how long she's been fired for, but it's been some time. Maybe it gets kind of sticky no. after a while. Oh, I thought they said she... it only been a couple days. Yeah, she come. She came back after a couple days because she left something behind, and she knew yeah. that they were going like on a days. trip. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a long time. It was. It was maybe just a it is that days. hard for her every time. I don't know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> maybe it's a, it's, a, it's a she really has to brace well, herself you know like what every... she might even leave the damn thing open because it doesn't seem like anybody else goes and down it, there yeah who else is going to go in the basement Probably maybe she leaves either. it slightly well, ajar or i don't know yeah maybe do, i don't no, know no, the, you know what the wife the the woman went down there one time because they were getting cert, a certain kind of 
uh, oh, tea. jasmine juice or tea or something yeah. like that for somebody. So she does go down there. Prunes but or they said yeah, that, you're right. Yeah, they said that um, something got stuck underneath it, and that's why it wasn't. No, oh, you're, right, you're right, you're right. There was right, something stuck right. underneath it. Good point, good point. Yeah. All right. Cleared up. That so makes more sense. Crack the code right I was about to be like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh no, not a plot hole!" Because this movie's pretty tight. I'm, I would be like, it's "No." Not, but, it's um, not a plot hole, but it's a pretty convenient device. Yeah, but like, no, it's, we just needed to talk through it. It's not. It's not ridiculous. Yeah. It's not like there was nothing it's that you not. couldn't open the door. So, um, the so uh, De, uh, Moon Guang and Gin Gin are begging and pleading for Miss Kim to show mercy, let them stay down there, I guess, while they work there. You and I are the same. We're both, you know, poor. We don't have anything. And and uh, Mrs. Kim's playing all high and mighty until her family, who are listening and eavesdropping on the stairs, stumble into fray. They accidentally call each other by their family coat, their name, Dad, or whatever. And um, <laughs> the tides turn, and now uh, mm. Moon Guang and her and her husband are, are lording some power. They took a little video. They're like, I'm going to send this. And I don't want to harp too much in the scene because it's... It, it's I like the details of it, because um, so you know they basically fuck with them. There's a struggle for the phone, um, and then the tension ratchets up when they're you know all there. None of them are supposed to be there except for except for Mrs. Kim, and they get a sudden phone call that the ki- the parks are coming back early. I want you to make some uh, ramdom for us, which is a uh, like a ramen noodle <laughs> kind of thing. Um, so everyone's scrambling around and I, I won't even talk about the details. I'll let, uh, I'll go to you, Nicole, the first this time and, and give your plot rating while we're at it. Cause this is kind of the turning point of the plot. Oh yeah. I mean, this part is insane and it's very, it's the tension is just outrageous. And I mean, this is, you know, the build up here, the movie is pretty straightforward for a long time. Me and, me and Brennan said this actually just, we, we talked about this very briefly, but first 40 not, minutes... Not in depth. We wanted to be as unspoiled right. of each other's opinion as possible. Yeah. First 40 minutes or, or, or an hour or so was very straightforward. We were following a family and another family and two things come together and this, 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 and this. And all of a sudden you get this crazy shit going on with this a person in the basement and another woman <laughs> who gets kicked down the stairs and like all this nonsense. Oh, it's so and it's like a scene. bowling ball, man. Man, she oh my god! She's, you see her shadow like right at the top, and then just <laughs> and then thunk, thunk, thunk. Oh like oh my god, it's <laughs> crazy. And just the maneuvers, so and now you have the the added tension of the family coming home, which I don't care for. I think that's very cliche, but whatever. Um, you knew it was coming though. Like the there execution had, there had was to be still good. A final oh, absolutely, thing, like, to... absolutely. The execution was still was still done very well with the whole thing, but I mean, come on. Um, I was expecting things to to not go that way. I was expecting someone to get caught, but um, I mean, just the amount of trash and shit they had laying around, and now they've got the added, um, <laughs> you know, they got to try to get the phone. Like everything was so intense, and it was really good. Like everything was. The, the whole scene was just really intense like I, don't, I can't even explain much more I just I, I was sweating the whole time really hoping that nobody was going to get caught during this because I felt bad for everybody um but the plot are you talking about during the during the part when they're all downstairs no when they're upstairs trying to get the phone and she makes yeah. she's making them hold their arms up in the air <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. After and then, okay, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, and someone's got to make a move now and try to get the phone. So really quick, they scramble over and like kick him in the head. Like, 
Right. Um, that okay. whole bra- that whole brawl there was just I, I really enjoyed that part. Um, it's very intense for me. But I mean, overall, this the, the plot of this movie is really interesting and it's really concentrated and there's a lot of sh- a lot of shit going on for everybody. Um, it's not hard to follow, but there's a lot of things happening that you need to pay attention to, and that's what I like in a movie. Um, psychological things like this or the little Easter eggs that were left behind in the scenes are really what makes it special. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give it a four. Um, I'm okay. I'm giving the plot of this movie a five. I was in from the beginning and even if none of that really crazy stuff tap stuff happened, I still would have loved this movie after like 45 minutes he could have stopped and i would have been like i really liked that i'm gonna watch that again instead he went further and crazier because that's what he does and at the end i still said i'm gonna watch this again (laughs) because it was so much i felt the tension nicole even before the they discovered i felt the tension when they um had decided to have their little party after you know the kim or after the parks went um for their camping trip because mm-hmm. as soon as it starts raining the first thing you do in a camping trip is you abandon the camping trip right that so, was that was and they're like a you know a wealthy family and they're not ones to, to tough it yeah. out like they're as soon as yeah. trouble starts it does and that's just another i'll let you finish because i got so much to say about this but go ahead <laughs> right so you Good were point. Yeah, i mean that's what happened as, as the day went on because you knew it was cloudy and dreary out and you and it does start raining camping. yeah right when, and then when it's just together Oh my God, when it's pouring down raining and they've got that huge, and he's shooting it so, you know, beautifully, and they've got that huge window that's looking into the backyard, oh, the window, awesome. the wall, wall window, window wall, whatever you want to call it. Um, I mean, our family, Brennan, you know, we stick out camping because that's what we do, and it's raining and everyone's miserable, and then you come home on Sunday. Yeah, we don't have that house to go back but to, though. I mean, maybe we have, <laughs> maybe you foreshadowed that differently than me because I've never been camping before. <laughs> It could be. I mean, you could. You. I mean, Nicole, you already think hmm. camping would be miserable. How miserable would it be if you were oh, also I raining? Even step out of that. I wouldn't even step yeah. out of that house. <laughs> so every time. So every time. Everything that they're doing in that living room together as a family, I. I am. I'm panicked because you know. You know. I know. I. You know. I saw Snowpiercer. I know the movie's not going to end like this, and I know it's not going to end well. Um. So I'm like, okay. When's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? I, I spent the whole time thinking that. And stop drinking their alcohol. They're going to know everything that you're doing. What are you doing? You're making such a mess. Stop. Oh, now so you're careless. throwing glass. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was, I was losing my mind because I was just, that was, I was thinking this is, this is the turning point. And then when it winds up not being the turning point at all, I mean, them coming home from camping is a turning point, but it has nothing to do with the mess that they made in the living room. So, um, I was I was freaking out by that point. So then when it just keeps going one step further and he and and everything that happens in the basement and you discover this man living down there and it's so strange that the the lives of this um their housekeeper and and their life is is parallel but she's somehow one step up from the Kim's everyday life because they literally live in a shithole at one point in the movie. But right. he's so, and, and he's happy about his living conditions. He's proud of it. Because oh, the guy who lives in the basement. Yeah, he appreciates. Well, the, dude, he's so the fucking. He scares. He scares me. Yeah. Like the, the concept the, of him as a as a fellow human on this planet terrifies me a lot. But the thing is, is that he. I feel like he and Mister Kim probably had very similar lives and. 
the fact that he was able to live in this basement actually elevated his life because he didn't have to he didn't have to worry about anything. He didn't have to think about anything. Really, All his wife had to do would be the housekeeper. Right. I'm he's really the real glad that parasite. You just said that. I really. Yeah, really he's glad. the real parasite. Yeah. Um, the fact that you just said that that they are very similar is really interesting because that's exactly when we start talking about the ending here shortly. That's exactly, I think, what this director wanted you to think. Right. Um, when you know when we get our big at the end i can't even say yet but right. you know it's because that well, it's because they are pretty much the same person it's like un- unreal and he's really big i mean i can i'm gonna harken back to snowpiercer when in this movie they basically have the same type of situation class situation going on they have the people who live in the front of the train and people who live in the back of the train and uh, everyone who lives in the back of the train you know is is it's it's horrible it's terrible life to live and then all of a sudden somebody from the back makes it up to the front and then his choice is do I, what do I do now? Do I, do I become like one of the the front people? Cause now I'm up here now I'm in charge or, or how do we deal with this? And so it's the same kind of situation. And these two families, the, the two lower class families, you know, whoever has the upper hand, man, do they take the upper hand? You know what I mean? Right. There's they no really... solidarity. Once the other person has a slight no. step up, they're like, Oh, I ha- I can right. just barely be above you. Thank God. And like, I will take it. Right. And yeah. They, they both do it, that. Yeah. They both, they both do that. I mean, for various periods of time, but that's what happens. And then, um, and then the other, you know, family is only taken down a notch by the end of what happens at the end of the, of the, um, of the movie. But yeah, I can't, I don't know what he would have done any differently. I, I the one thing I did know about going in going into this movie is that there was a lot of you know as soon as you get comfortable, get uncomfortable, and so that you can say that about a lot of his movies, worked. though. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, and I knew that. I think if I hadn't seen a film of his going into this before, I would have easily been a lot more um, shocked that all these things were going on. So um, yeah, I I. I wanted it to play right again, and and I wanted to sit through it one more time. Whew, ah, it's finally, it's time to gush. You thought that was gushing. Um, it's a. F- I thought that was gushing. No, I you you thought, <laughs> but I am giving this the fivest of fives. The plot is so oh, the this movie, and I'm I'm okay. I'm gonna echo it just real quick. I'm okay, kind of thing. Oh, they're slowly one by one building the house. That's a really good plot. They're doing it really well. It's good acting. I really like this. Oh, they finally made it on top, and like, oh, this person shows up, and like, oh, that's gonna be an interesting twists, and like, I wonder how they're gonna deal with it. Then all the twists start happening, and the se- just the, the amount of tension in every scene from tuberculosis to the end is it's so I'm I'm. I'm clenching, edge of my seat, ready to go, cheering for... I don't even know who I'm cheering for. I'm just cheering. I'm just like, yes, keep going. Make it go forever. It's so... There's so many little tiny things. Like you said, they're raining and they're coming home. Once the kid, they get home, the kid in the teepee with the light, and he, he's been set up as this kind of possibly socially autistic kid this whole time where he would want to do these weird little things like that with his painting and whatnot. And the parents have to come down. All the all the Kims have to hide throughout the house and they take their little parts to move here and out. And then the the daughter's texting the uh, uh the young the young Ugh. boy Kim. What if his phone's on yeah. not on silent? What if it's oh, on vibrate or ring? So I'm like, scary. oh is that gonna go off? When they're making fun of And it was when they're making fun of Mr. Kim's smell and he's laying right there and he just has to take it. Um 
the guy yeah. in the basement hits the fucking buttons with his head when he comes home because he wants the sensors to go off for him. The little lights that ding, ding, ding as Mr. Park walks yeah. up the stairs and he's like praying, oh, oh bless God. you, Mr. Park, bless you. And he, he hits his head in Morse code to try to get the little kid who knows Morse code. Out of... It's so many details all pay off, all yeah. woven together. I It's so... This is... One of the best movies I've seen this year. This is maybe the best movie I've seen this year. This movie is so good. It's so amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I, I was I had high expectations, like I did for the lighthouse, which I thought was good, but this this blew me away. This was amazing. It was amazing. And then the yeah. end is they almost had a little tiny thing at the end that I was like, Oh, I don't really like that. That's kinda too convenient. I might have to back to a four or five and then they quickly put a band-aid over it and said, No, just kidding, it's a five. And um it's it's just I, I don't know what I could fix. I don't know what I would want different. It's two it's two hours and fifteen minutes and it feels breezy, easy, fast. I want to see it again. It's it does, but it also feels like it weighs a thousand million pounds. It feels like a black hole, like it's everything that's it, it, all this matter stuck into this two and a half hour film or two hour 15 minute whatever it is film oh there's so you know much I, mean? I can't it's even get into like so all the different class dense. stuff there's a whole north korea south korea subline that is probably lost in us but right. the, but that family in the basement they talk about it i'm sure that means even more to south korea it's hard for me to even imagine loving this more but i guess if i were south korean maybe it would even resonate even more I we're want, not even in that but like it's a- i want brennan to talk about me like that one day <laughs> <laughs> that you're a massive black hole. I don't know if I'll ever get to that level. <laughs> I'm overly saturated and condensed. <laughs> but you love it. Huh. Oh, I love you. Huh. I love you, Nicole. Uh, <laughs> Aw. You're, you're right up there with you Parasite. Uh, <laughs> you're my favorite Parasite. I'm the best <laughs> This is going parasite. badly for you now. Uh, <laughs> this, I could, I could guess. This took a, a, a this took a Bong Juho turn right there. <laughs> we start brawling on the thing, and this podcast is like the it's, it's evidence in a further court case. <laughs> I want to talk. Can I talk a little bit about though when somebody or did you just mention or did Nicole? I don't know. Just that, talk. I want to talk um, about this. I could talk. Just talk about it. <laughs> I know. I know. I want to talk about though the difference between the daughter and the son. Um, because Kim, Kim daughter like, or I think Park daughter and son. Park daughter, Kim. Yeah, the the there. It's centered. I think the what they're doing with them is very interesting because I don't think of him. You said I think you said Brennan that you thought he was sort of socially autistic. That's what I, I don't thought. Think yeah. that's what it is. I don't think that's what it is at all. I think it's more. Um, I think the daughter needs to do studies and all of these things because she needs to find. Uh, she needs to find a husband and have a really great life and she's going to wind up being a lot like her mom and the son on the other hand because he's the youngest and because he's a boy he has been given uh, carte blanche to do what he wants and he runs that house you think the woman runs the house or you think that the housekeeper runs the house Uh, we know Mr. Park doesn't run the house it's that little boy that little boy runs that house and I think that that's something that is explorable because it's uh, it's very it's not subtle at all but it's very secondary tertiary to all the other things that are going on but hmm. i i think it's important for for the plot that this that little boy runs the that house didn't come that's across my mind he, did you think about that nicole i didn't think about that I, um <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> i um 
I see the son's, you know, complete opposition of how his sister acts and and thinks and learns. And I see the mom's naivety of how to handle these two different personalities. Um, I think that she's very proud of her daughter and really wants her son to be the same. But he is a different level of thinking and I don't see autistic or anything like that I just see he's just a kid being a kid but she wants but the mother is so desperately trying to grasp for what's wrong with him of why he's not being as intelligent and things like that so she's going to find whatever excuse necessary to say you know to her husband he's not smart he has uh autism or he has this this learning disability whatever it is and mm. in order for her to do that if she's going to find an art teacher that will tell him she's, he's got schizophrenia because he drew a black circle in the bottom of her paper <laughs> then so be it that's that's she's what just it, up it is she along. <laughs> yeah and she's going to believe anything because she just wants an answer so i mean i don't i don't think he has any learning disability I think he's just a kid being a kid but the mom's really nervous and wants to find any excuse possible i feel like the mom wants the kid Hmm. to be a genius even though he's not particularly anything i think exactly he's he's kind of what he's he's probably better because of this and so let's just tell him that he's got schizophrenia and that's fine i'll accept it he's a schizophrenic struggling artist but also a silver spoon in his mouth so like you know but I don't think, I mean, I don't, I don't think they considered schizophrenia until the art therapy teacher came in, you know, after reading on Google, what kind of things you would look at if you were an art therapy I teacher. I think they had, they had an um, idea that he was, I'm surprised you say runs the house and that's I kind think, of the end of it. I feel like he has possible social issues and, or maybe even mental issues beyond so. that. I don't know. I don't think so. I really don't. I he's think like 10 years old. I don't know if a 10 year, the, does the average 10 year old act like that? Maybe a six year old. I mean, well, I don't think he's 10. I think he's probably closer to eight because whatever happened to him in first grade was only a few years ago and first graders are six. So I'm guessing he's eight, maybe nine. Mm, And I think that because I think they're I think, though, that they're just overindulgent with him as witnessed by, you know, they just the, the daughter is up in the room. She's got tutors. She had these books lined up on her wall, like, you know, to oblivion and he is just like whatever he wants to do put him outside in the tent that's fine we're all just gonna lay on the sofa and be weird in front of people that we don't know that are two feet away from us um i just i just found that to be really interesting and and really um part of i I think it's a cult i think part of it's a cultural thing um well luckily they didn't know that they were there two feet away from them (laughs) really (laughs) Well, regardless of your yeah. interpretation of the sons of the sons' yeah. motives and how they treat him, it still kind of works throughout the whole classism thing. Like you know, whether he's socially weird and a brilliant painter, or that he actually secretly runs the house because he's the second-born son, so therefore he has a higher status. Either way, it still works in the in the you know does, first first but... first people problems, first world, whatever you want to call right, it. Right, but he has to he has to first. I mean, what what the the ending happens because they're overindulging him you know otherwise that wouldn't have happened what because they throw because they throw a party for him because yeah because they have to throw a party well any rich family would throw their party for any kid even if they whether they were brilliant or regular or or you know mentally disabled they they would do whatever the rich people would of course they're gonna throw a garden party for their kid that's elaborate and over over the top and unnecessary 
can I? Yeah, I I mean, sure. I just think that that's it's it's a way it's I don't know, it's a plot mechanism to to get there. Yeah, it's something to say, know? Nicole. So, oh, oh, it's okay. I just wanted to bring up my favorite part again real quick and I'd like to discuss this more. <laughs> I am so fixated on this story that the mom has about the son seeing a ghost in first grade like this. Right. Like if we can just like talk about this for a minute. He mm-hmm. sees a ghost which is a horrible <laughs> horrible miscalculation on the nanny's part <clears throat> to <Right>. have <clears throat> her husband come up for food (laughs) and it's like right makes me sick to my stomach of like how creepy they made him look and he's so malnourished and disgusting oh in the flashback he's even more horrifying than he is in real life yeah and and desperate for food that he's gonna risk being seen so he can eat and the the nanny doesn't give a shit (laughs) she tells her husband to go up and get food whatever happened we don't know but for him to see a ghost and it's him just these big bug eyes and then we see him (laughs) later on with cake on his face and he looks the exact fucking same like oh my god i am like my crawling (laughs) in my chair because that's the best scene for me is just to put that two and two together maybe this kid's been scarred by this ghost that he's seen when it's actually been a person in his basement and maybe that's why he acts like a weirdo because he's seen this this vision (laughs) and nothing it's he knows it's in his house like i think that's the best plot point for me is that maybe this kid does have an issue because he saw this figure in the shadows and then to see it again convince me yeah, yeah i mean that i just i love that part so much i really do and that the, this kid is not maladjusted considering what he saw absolutely I mean, you know Good what point. i mean that was a fucking scary been... ghost looking creature yeah. they made it if that's how he looked to the kid that's terrifying i mean mm-hmm. and he's and you know he's in the creepy basement cellar door that's all dark the, the archway is always dark people oh disappear into it perfect cinematography there <sighs> perfect good perfect. transition mama k let's talk about the visual and sound of this movie because <laughs> i can't because wait. i mean he makes great looking movies in general we can gush about yeah, our favorite parts we're gonna get to the dinner seat or the the, the uh, dinner scene in a second before we get there uh, or the dinner seat the dinner party garden party whatever it is the, 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 party. the, the, the birthday yeah. party um before we get there the family the kim family somehow does escape they are going to their home and the air, the poor area that they mm. are living, the streets are flooded with like sewage water. Oh, they get in the house, the house is flooded. It's flooding worse. The, the the one kid is sitting on the toilet and like shit's flying out of the toilet. Like we were just. It's in- actually Go ahead. really good that you're bringing this up because there's a whole part of this that we're missing that stems from the beginning, which is the gift that Min brings him, which is what really is causing all this. The rock, oh. the stone. Which the is rock. the, yeah, the yeah. prosperity not rock. Not Dwayne Johnson, like a literal <laughs> rock. Prosperity rock, or yeah. the good luck rock, or whatever they called it. Like it brings you wealth, and it did bring them prosperity. Bring wealth, in, that's you know, what it was. Yes. In in, uh, in a more material sense, temporarily. Um, they yeah. So the the the, the house is destroyed, and it's interesting because we've been in even in if it's in disarray, we've been in this really nice house and really nice setting with you know everything looking great for a while now. We haven't even been to the Kim 
you know, the Kim hole, the little fucking dungeon they live in, in a while. And we go Since back, and not only is yeah. it a stark difference of the house, but it's flooded and shit waters everywhere. And so it's just even more stark in contrast. They end up sleeping in a gymnasium. There's a good little speech in there. And yes, uh, Nicole, you're right. The, the younger Kim is cradling that rock that was gifted to them for good fortune. Um, a lot of cinematography, a lot of visual and sound choices. The sound, there's some good stuff in here, too. Um, I'll go back to you, Mama K, for this one. What do you think of the visual and sound? <sighs> I love every second of it. I couldn't. I this couldn't is gush love fest. I, I, this is gush fest. So I had to see this movie on my own because um, my husband's not a strong reader of movies, and this was going to be a movie you're going to have to read. We didn't even mention that. That it's definitely it's it's all in subtitles. In, yeah, in English, right? But. I don't know. Just a few minutes into it, I was not even reading it. I was reading it, but I really didn't feel like that's what was going on. I really, I didn't even notice the difference between the characters speaking Korean and what I was reading on the screen. It was all happening and I wasn't distracted by that. I could see everything that was happening in this movie. Um, and I, I was thinking I really would love this movie to be in English, but I don't. I don't ever want this movie to no, be No, because English. it's so specifically where it is like it would be you could tweak it but yeah. like the way it's set up is perfect for where it is no it's so good and he's ugh, it's so good it's so good <laughs> is, this, <laughs> is this gonna be a top five contender for you mama k at the end of the year oh my god you know i just i want to become a really good actor so i can join the academy so i can make sure something <laughs> like this wins an academy best picture not for any other reason i don't care about anything that sounds else, like a yes <laughs> yeah i really uh, i uh, yeah and i was really worried about seeing a movie called parasite because you know how i am about um i don't like horror movies or anything you know i don't like i mean there's some stuff. scary stuff in thinking, here but it's not jump scary really for the most there's part there's some scary no no, but it is, it's like, yeah. It's oh. a different kind of scary. Um, <laughs> it's a different kind of scary. But I, I like just from the beginning, the whole, uh, they talk about the house being built by and lived in by a famous architect, which his name is um, Namsung, I believe, which was also a character in, in Snowpiercer. So I don't oh. know if this is a running thread that he has through all of his movies or maybe Namsung. Oh, my God. Namsung who's played by the same guy who plays Mr. Kim, are they, they actually the same character? <laughs> like, in two different movies. I don't know what's happening. Um, so, I loved the... <laughs> I loved the filming of this. I loved the... I, my favorite part was the house. I mean, that was a character in itself. And the the window out into the lawn area is just i can't even um everything everything was so good um the furniture was great the sound was great everybody i could smell mr kim right even though i couldn't i could smell him so unfortunate and he didn't it, yeah well and their house i mean did we even talk i want to talk about their house do live i need to talk about their house <laughs> nicole yeah, calls well, dibs on the house, house. <laughs> yeah Okay, you can have the house. Well, we were we already talked a little bit about the house, but the Kims live in a basement. I mean, can we even make that kind of? It's a half basement, well, so it's a step above the basement. Basement. This is what. Um, I'm sorry to cut you off. <laughs> no, but no, please go. I could. I'm just gonna go on. So I, I knew this was gonna be long. Thank God, Terminator was 35 minutes long because this is. <laughs> so, the thing that I love the most. Did you give your grade? 
Well, five oh, okay. and a half and, and more. I didn't know, but that's the five what is to five is what I call it. But yeah, so <laughs> it's a five plus. The thing that's that I love the most grade. about this is that when we're in the poor family's house, I don't remember their names unfortunately. Kim's the Kim's family, Kim, Kim family's house. Yeah. They shoot every scene from the ceiling. And you just look like you're looking down on this family. You feel like you're looking down into their life. It's very dark and it's eye level to the ceiling. So you don't have any grandeur like you do in the large house. And I don't know if you, if that, that's very important to me because I felt like I was enclosed and I felt like I was, had a roof yes. right on top of my eyes and I couldn't see. You're suffocating. Absolutely. Yeah. And you get the window uh, out into the street where the guy's pissing all day long. And <laughs> I forgot we, we forgot about that guy. Another great little their thing. Family, their family's getting pissed on all day long. They <laughs> suck. Like it's just the, the, right. The scenery of that house is really just unfortunate, and it probably smells like shit in there, and it's hot. When they, when you oh, hear the Park family talking about how they smell, and even the little kid brings it up, they all smell the same. Like, um, it's a, it's right. that's their identity, and that's shameful, and that is probably very upsetting to them. So, I mean, just giving that whole visual, and you know, you can. Like, like Mama K said, you can smell them. You know they smell like mold or whatever it is. Like, that's really important for this movie to, to give them an identity of what they are. Um, right. But that, and then, you know, going into the other house where you can see two stories up and their extravagant staircase and they show out their windows onto this beautiful lawn and they have this wall of glass as their living room. Like the, the difference that they give from this poor, poor family's home to this beautiful home is really amazing. And I think that they did a really good job to show just the difference of what they had. Like their, their fridge the 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 wealthy family's fridge gave off more light than what this poor family's house did. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) they showed that quite a few times. And I really love how they put those backlights around the basement door with all those beautiful pieces of glass and China in it. Oh my God. That was so beautiful. Um, so that was Beautiful my favorite and, part. and ominous. Absolutely. You didn't know what was coming through that dark doorway. <laughs> no, but you knew it was bad. I yeah. mean, holy cow. That was really that was, like... that was a really smart choice. Um Yeah. I mean, my favorite scene the, the, of them sitting under having to lay under the couch while the kid was shaking the light the um, flashlight into the house. I'm like, "Oh, they're going to see their shadow or something. I know it." Right. And, right. um, or the, the reflection mor- in the glass. Absolutely, I, I was thinking they were going to see the reflection in the glass. Absolutely, or the Morse code of the of the light fixture outside. Like all those little oh, pieces such a good detail. were probably just <laughs> they just put it over the top. Um, I like the little um orchestral music that they played. They just played little um pieces of of music throughout the whole thing that really fit in well to add to the suspense and everything. I'm definitely uh giving this a five. There's so many things that, like, every little thing that would be the linchpin of success or failure in another movie, there's just a million of them in here, and they all pay yep. off and work perfectly. And, you know, you guys have 
successfully covered all the visual and sound to, to the point of, I guess the only <laughs> other comment I could uh, give is at times the soundtrack, and this is a positive comparison, sounded like the Us soundtrack. Nicole, I don't know if you remember that. But like yeah, the, that's dun, exactly dun, what I was thinking dun. of. There were yeah, times where I kind of gave that off, and I, I but it, it had a bit of a twist on it, and like it wasn't identical, but it had that that tone and that that dread feeling, which especially in the second yeah, half of this a- movie works really well. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no. That's a good comparison, movie wise. If you're thinking of a movie to compare it to at all, that's the movie to compare it to. Yeah, as far as, as like far big, as... big so themes, some comedy, some horror, some some tight tension. Um, right. I mean, I liked us, but, but this... this is done a hundred times better. I love Jordan Peele, but I think I this do. Is done I love Jordan Peele. Better. I liked us. This is in another league. Like this makes Jordan yeah, Peele looks like the, look like the minor leagues, and that's not. I mean. Yeah. It makes it. It makes it oh look like the minor leagues because this is so major. This is, I, I you Do know, I already said together. Do a Jordan Peele a Bong Joon Ho movie. I would say, oh, he writes and he and Bong Joon Ho. Jordan yes. Peele writes. Bong Joon Ho directs. I could be. Yes. I could get into that. I could get yes. into that. Make it happen. Um, it's it's a movie where like I, it's just like. It's it's one of the not only one of the best movies I've seen this year, but I'm thinking of all my favorite foreign language speaking films of all time now, and mm. it's in the top five probably. Like it's not number one or two, and probably not even number three, but it's it's in the conversation. It really is that good, and I, I'm not a total novice. I've seen a good amount of you know non English speaking films, but um, yeah, the visual and sound. I I I don't have much to echo with you guys. It it just works all the way through. Uh, five for me as well here's yeah. the end and um i was yeah. i was worried they were gonna stumble and of course why i don't it was a false worry why should i worry of course they're gonna they're gonna do no. great it's ridiculous um you know what though but it's possible i mean it's it's possible for it to be a little unsatisfying it is and it like yeah. i couldn't the thing is like i watched it and i'm like it wasn't the best part of the movie but the movie was so great that like yeah, it's not the best part, but it lives up to the level of the rest of the movie. It definitely doesn't. Well, what they set up, what they set up for, you know, was executed pretty well throughout the ending too. Like they set it up correctly. So I'll tr- I'll do my yeah. best to just kind of like gloss through here. We could talk about our residents of feel because this is the end. The dinner party ensues. Yeah. All of the Kim members have been invited after successfully evading the parks the night they came back. <laughs> I know that seems like forever ago we were talking about that. Um, but uh, so all the Kims are coming back. They're tired. They're worn down. Their house has been destroyed. They had to sleep in a gymnasium. They're 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 just miserable right now. And the parks are carrying on like everything's normal. The 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 the, the wife takes uh, Mister. Kim shopping and they they you know they get groceries she's on the phone the whole time you know everyone's acting pretty normally they have their normal interactions with the with the park family members as the as the party's getting set up um and you know young young Kim Mr. Uh, the young son Miss uh, Kim he wants to go in that basement. He just wants to. He has that rock. I don't know if it's a power over him or if he just needs to make sure oh, that they're not going to interfere. <laughs> but he goes down know, to the basement man. to just make sure that Moon Guang and Jin Su are taken care of. They're not going to bother anyone anymore. Uh, Moon Guang, who was, as I think Nicole mentioned, maybe Mama K, maybe both of you, was kicked down the stairs the night before, suffered a horrible <laughs> concussion, <laughs> and has yes. passed away on the floor. She is dead. Um, she woke up momentarily yeah, to talk to her out. husband and, and, and died um, before saying the name Chin Chung Suk to try to get that last. I know the name of the whoever. 
she's dead. And uh, as she's mm. he's looking at her body with the with the big rock in his hands, we see a little uh, lasso kind of thing oh, loom Jesus. overhead. Oh and uh, Jung so drops it around oh. his neck, drags him across the floor, ties it up in the corner. And he's like a fucking uh. madman at this point. And they have their little their little tussle in the basement before eventually. Uh, Is this pre or post being? Duct tape to the wall. He's been duct so uh, so. Mister Kim, that yeah, Mister Kim is that already, already sure okay. that uh, both of the he wasn't going to be able to the, escape, and he took the right. latch off. Right, the door. all of this has already happened. So the basement's okay. already been like, okay. you know, escape proof. Yeah. But but young uh, Ki, Ki, uh, Ki Woo just wanted to go down there. Kevin, he just wanted to make sure. But uh, that was the ultimate downfall, and not just him, but for many people. Because uh, Ginsu gets free, he smashes Kiwu with the rocks multiple times to the point where I oh thought he was dead. God, I'm very brutal. surprised. I mean, me too. Well, he was bleeding. He got pretty two heavily. big rock drops <laughs> to the head, and he was yeah, bleed like half his blood was on the floor. I'm. <laughs> they showed it pretty straightforward too. That second drop was so intense. Oh it yeah, it was a static. Oh, was. The screen was just him on the ground. And him with the rock. Yeah, they didn't do any cutaway to try to hide it. They show it full blown, dropping rock on his head. It was crazy. Um, But then his his thumb moves. Well, he it kind of it kind of twitches like. But the whole arm kind of twitches. Well, his arm bounced up, and then later and then later on his thumb moves. But I thought it was okay. That's the death. That's what I thought. Right. You know. Yeah, but it's not. Oh, it's not, and we'll God. get to that in a second. Because uh, Ginsu, yeah. the guy who's lived in the basement for four years, knows his wife, who has been taking care of him, is dead, and all he knows is Chung Suk, the name Chung Suk. He goes up to this lovely garden party. They're singing uh, for the for the young the young man in the center. De song. I felt a missed opportunity here. Oh, please go ahead. Yeah, I really desperately wanted the first shot of him coming out of that basement as being the same exact shot of the ghost feature it's my favorite scene oh that would have been good that would have been good (sighs) i really just wanted one little glimpse it had to be just one second him coming out of that darkness well bong joon ho if you're listening nicole has some ideas to improve your subpar two and two together we just need the puzzle (laughs) jordan peele and nicole need to get together and do this next film i'll say your movie was pretty good but nicole has some ideas to really uh, (laughs) punch it up a little bit It's all right. Uh, no, I really, honestly, it really would have added that one little <gasps> for me. Like, I just needed that one, <laughs> that one little oomph in there. Oh, so appears. He rushes uh, uh, Ki Jong, the the daughter, the daughter Kim, and stabs her. Uh, the little boy Dae Song passes out in like an uh, not passes out. He has like a little mini seizure, which has been pre-established. Yeah, he just saw his fucking ghost right. again. Yeah, exactly. exactly. The ghost and he's got the blood on his face in that same With pattern cake. that we saw earlier. Was it cake too? She threw the cake right in his face, so he had the cake, which he had made blood him too, look. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But it just re- reminisced, you know, of the when time he's... he was eating the cake on the floor yeah. and then right. the white pale face. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh my god, that's the best. No, it, the best it works really I well. I love it. And then you know the gar- the chaos ensues. The garden party freaks out. Uh, they're all running away, including Mister Park, who is getting trying to run away. But Mister Park is is tending to his daughter. He doesn't want her to die, and they don't. Again, the Parks don't know at this they don't point know. that it's the oh daughter. God, He's like, throw me the keys. So Let's get out of here. And that's all he cares about and he throws in the keys and then um 
uh, Chung Sook, the the, the uh, Mrs. Kim, is struggling on the ground with Gin Su, the guy who was in the basement, and the okay. big stab with the the meat skewer into the side of Gin Su, the oh guy in the God. basement, and that's that's the fi- fatal blow, and and we think that that's it's not done, but that's calmed down a little bit. And as Mr. Park leans in to grab the keys from Mr. Kim, he does that little finger under the nose, turn away. Oh, your stench. Your stench. After all this, oh, the poor person smell. I can still smell it. And Mr. Kim loses his shit and stabs Mr. Park. He cannot take the insults from the upper class, uh, the stench of the the lower class. Um, well, and they had a little beef be- before that too. They had a little beef about um, in the car. There was some tension in the car. Well, oh, it was but, set up. No, you, behind the bush. He said, "Know your place." The behind the bush, right before that happened, when they were talking about, um, you know, this is what we're going to do. So and so is going to come out. The the dad, the rich dad, was like, "This is what we're going to do." So and so is going to come out, and then you're going to come around. And they were playing cowboys and Indy or Indians, and and you know, the, Mr. Kim is just like. There's a fucking dude in the basement. That's all he's thinking in his head, you know. That's and, all they're all the Kims are thinking. Are like, well, Ugh. and one of the major things is that he they've are they've had beef for a while because he yeah because Mr. Park makes sure that his driver knows his place right. that their workers know their place they don't they don't need to know any of their personal business so right. the fact that that Mr. Kim has asked him multiple times if he loves his wife like that's setting him off right to start yeah. mm-hmm. and then to get all this bullshit to go yeah. in between it was like, just like i'm paying you extra to be here you be oh, a good indian God. and do what i say and then it's like or i kill you because that's what's going to happen and that's that's what happens i mean that's what happens well, I'll ta- the, the 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 aftermath comes after this scene where we learn the fates of all the all the players right um so we get uh uh, Ki Wu uh, waking up in the hospital after several months of a coma. Somehow the stone smashing he survived. We did see the daughter uh, Daehae pay, uh, carry him off. So I guess it's assumed he could have survived. That's the stretchiest part of the movie for me is that he survived. But you know, right. weird shit's happened. I'm sure that's yeah, possible. That it, it's like bled out on that floor. It's crazy, unlikely, but weirder shit in the real world. I'm sure has happened. So it's not total leap of faith i understand um chung suk and him go on trial and the two of them get probation, <laughs> probation. for i guess their involvement because you know again they weren't directly involved chung suk's killing of uh ging su no they got it for um fraud and the fra- yeah because of lying well yeah they go on mostly for fraud posing. right yeah. but the the real person they're looking for is the husband uh uh Kai-tek, who has right. been on the run missing they don't know where he went after that there was you know the cold the trail's kind of gotten cold um they visit the daughter who was indeed killed uh she did not survive the stabbing by ginso from the basement right. Um, so she is dead. They visit her uh, her grave site. It's a very it's like a little room with like flowers and pictures, but they're not actual graves. Is that for people? Who, I think I don't the, know what that's she for. was she was um, cremated, and cremated. so it's yeah, that's where they creep that keep their the ashes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I had never been to a. There were uh, all urns in there. Yeah. I had never been to a memorial site like that. I didn't realize that's yeah. that's how the the thing played off. Okay, so that makes sense. Uh, the parks have moved. All parks survived except, of course, for Mister Park, who was stabbed by Mister Kim. Uh, mm-hmm. He did not. He did not make it. Uh, but the parks have left the house. It's been vacated for a while, and then a new family eventually moves in. I believe a German family. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get a scene where, uh, well, it's kind of interwoven with the Kiwu, the son of the Kims, and Kai-Tek, uh, 
the father of the Kims, they are kind of writing letters to each other uh, back and forth. Uh, Ki-Woo frequently goes up the mountain in the winter and goes and looks at the old house where it all happened. And when he looks at that house, he sees one of the lights flickering. Flickering in Morse code. <laughs> flickering like that fucking weirdo in the basement used to do. And this is where we're revealed that after he killed Mr. Park, Mr. Kim has been living in the basement just like that other guy for however long this has been. And he's been sneaking up while no one lived there to grab food where he could. And even though, and the new family that moved in there does also not know about the secret thing in the basement because after he killed Mr. Park, he closed the door, he locked it. It's... Yeah. I mean, I saw it. I saw this twist coming pretty quickly. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I, this is one of the few things I did see coming. <laughs> I didn't see it. Then That's what surprised me. Is Nicole? Oh, you then. usually pick up on these things, so like. I know. I didn't know where. He, I thought that he was going to be back at the at the home in the in the poor part of town because no one really looks there. I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know where he was going to be. I thought it was just perfect poetic for you know the other character and like it was convenient. It was there. After after we figure out he wasn't captured, after we get the news broadcast where like he's still at large or he's still on the run, after that, when I knew he wasn't captured or killed, I knew, okay, well, he's got to be alive and he's got to be somewhere, and I don't think the family knows where he is. I think there's only one logical place he could be, and Mama K, did you, did you get <sighs> That's that? That's crazy. No, I think that I didn't have enough brain energy at that point to even, like, consider mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I, I Honestly, I didn't, because I was, you know, so... Um, pulled into the film and and watching everything because i did want to try to get every little piece of it and i was like well wow okay i got you i'm in there i'm wow okay so yeah and we end with now we end with ki woo giving a little statement in the in his um you know closing statements in the in the writing that he promises one day he will go to school and earn enough money to buy that exact house to free his father from the basement right. and um, we get a little it's a dream sequence but it's not made clear it's a dream sequence where the father rises out of the basement all the shelves are cleared every there's Can moving boxes around if you thought that that guy at the end looked like min which guy at the very end, the sequence that you're discussing right now, where it's a dream sequence with the mother and the son, uh-huh. that they've earned enough money. Did I think the, did you the, have... the father look like Min or the son look like Min? No, the son reminded me of Min. Because we never came back with any full circle with Min, and I really wanted him to be in it again. Uh, but I think this the, one, the, the series of events second, took place so quickly that Min was no longer involved and important. Right, yeah, he, he was, was at school, I know, but for months. a split second, I really thought that that was Min, and I was like, oh my god, Min fucking bought this house. Like, I was like... <laughs> that oh. would have been... I mean, and then, <laughs> if, we, if he had done that we had another 45 minutes, I wouldn't right. have hated <laughs> it. I wouldn't yeah. have hated it. I would. I would have been like, "All right." I mean, you've 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 you haven't steered me wrong oh, yet. Let's do let's do Min buy the house. That would have been Min buys the house. Mr. Kim is I, in the basement. How are we going to do this? I wouldn't have hated it. I would not that have hated it. That would have been fucking awesome. Um, okay, you said you also did not see this. You said you were mentally exhausted at this point. I was so exhausted from and 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 it, and exhilarated, but I was just like, no, nah, I don't. You know what's this is? I'm I'm. I'm good. I don't need anything more. And then I was like, oh, I did. I needed just a little bit more. So just that, <laughs> so little, we have, that little bit. This is the part where I was going to say, if this is how we ended, where they do the hugging embrace between father and son, 
after he presumably bought this house and like went and made right. something of himself. This was yeah. my kick down to four yes. five, uh, in plot too. wise and maybe even characters wise, because I'm like, I can't, nope. I can't buy that. I can buy a lot of things, and honestly, this movie doesn't have to sell me too much. There's not a lot in here that I'm like. That's unfeasible. That's unreasonable. That wouldn't happen. There's a few things that are unlikely, but that unlikely at best. It's pretty feasible in the world and universe and the way it's all set up. The thing, but for for you to tell me that it was just after all this class warfare shit, oh, I just went to school and got a good job and I bought this really nice house. Couldn't buy it. And then we get the flash to the reality where he's still sitting in that basement. He's reading the, he's writing the little uh, letter, translating it from Morse code. And that's right. our last sequence, letting us know that it's the dream, but it's not what really happened. And that I was like, all right, good bandaid, good bandaid over that last scene. You're sticking with the five. You stuck the landing because that would have been too ridiculous. The fact that it's still desolate and the dream is wishful is, thinking. Why, it's did, just why more, do you think he put it's that more piece accurate. in though? Why do you think he put that piece in? Hope, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, like just, because now well, you're wondering to yourself, what the hell is he gonna do? He's literally stuck down there now. There's nobody around. He's gonna have to stay here because he's a wanted criminal. What is he gonna do? Well, yeah, just like well, the other I guy mean, was wanted down there for tax evasion from those loan sharks. Well, you you feel yeah, you feel, but I I feel the same way. No matter whether that dream sequence happened or not, I still feel like, uh, you know, okay, yeah, maybe that did give me a little hope, but the hope was so wonky that. That's, you know, these are people who went from pizza boxes to this, you know, in like two days. So <laughs> I don't know. I just that it it was wasn't fan, two days. Honestly. It was maybe a week or two. But yeah, okay, it was a, a, a couple of weeks. They, you know, and, and I'm thinking if they were there's that's the one little niggle I have with this movie is like if they were this clever to do this, why did it take them so long? Like, why did why weren't they? It sounded like the, the dad was sort of trying to be clever in a lot of ways because he, he sort of feels like one of those guys that's like a get rich quick. You know, if you give him here's 21 ways to do this and he's going to be like, oh, I'm yeah. going to buy that, you know. Um, so well, you got to think I, people who do that. Most of the time, it doesn't work out for them, and they stay in their desolate squalor. This just happened to be it happened to be the one. It happened to be the scenario where it worked, and he had his son and his daughter lead the charge. And to be fair, yeah, they're, they're they more charming and convincing do. than he is. I mean, they he's, were the he's only an ones who had any character. motivation. They had no, yeah. The, the 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 adult adults in this movie, the the parents had no motivation to do anything in this movie. Everything was you know motivated by. The son, basically, and then the daughter was kind of like, all right, I can, you know, I see where this kid's going, and I can I can tag along on this, so. I like her, her little thing with the quotations before uh, Chicago, Illinois, Chicago, when, when yeah. they're standing outside the door, and she's trying to remember, she has a little rhyme to remember, <laughs> cousin of cousin. my classmate, blah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cousin, classmate, cousin, something like that. That's yeah. all that I've ever seen from a preview from that movie was that scene. But it's a great scene. There's another scene where she's chopping the beef for the for the uh, for the rom dom. Just the chopping of the beef is so good. Like, yeah. I, it's when I was talking about. I mean, we're in residence in Fiona. We're at the end, and I'll, I guess I'll lead off since I'm already there. It's a it's 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 a five. It's so sticky. It's such a sticky movie. I saw it what a bit not too long ago, and I think I can reevaluate this by the end of the year. But I remember so much of this. And like clearly, like not like oh I can't remember that having this happen. No, I I remember. I remember scenes. I remember motivations. I remember like it just just still frame images, and it's it's super sticky. It's such a good ride. There's just nothing wrong with it. 
There's nothing wrong with it. I gave it a four or five in the in the in the character section, and that feels nitpicky at this point. I mean, there isn't <laughs> yeah, a feel is a five. It's through three fives and a four point five across the board for me. It's one of the best movies I've seen this year, and I'm going to remember so much. And I'm I can't wait to see it again. It's it's incredible. It really is that good. I no further gushing is necessary from me. I will go to you, Nicole. What do you think of the resonance and feel? Uh. I mean, I, I totally agree with you. Um, the dad reminds me of my dad a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why. My dad, my dad has never done anything sneaky like this. He just reminds me of my so dad Your dad doesn't bit, really but... remind me of this guy at all. <laughs> I don't know. Something about him just gives me a little bit of a reminder of my dad. But anywho. No, I mean, this movie is just really brilliant in how they can put me on a ride of emotions and really feel connected to so many different characters in this. Um, I really appreciate how this movie was put together and that little bit of, of mystery in here is exactly what it needed. Um, They call it a dark comedy. I think we, we, laughed a couple times but that wasn't what i was focused on i was focused uh, on the tuberculosis how... scene i was cr- like almost crying <laughs> laughing i mean it was so they <laughs> real they i mean they did an excellent job and i mean i'm glad that they put that header on on this movie but all in all it was just a fucking roller coaster ride um i think that it was just really um, wonderfully put together i was on the edge of my seat the whole time i think i'm gonna have to give this one a five too I'm okay. Wow, this is amazing. Really, I mean, this is groundbreaking, right? I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think. I mean, I, I mean, I love her, but this could be objectively the best movie we've ever reviewed. Like, <laughs> it's it's very possible. Oh, I thought you meant you love Nicole, much like you loved a black hole. Of- <laughs> oh, <laughs> everyone knows I love Nicole. This yeah, is about okay. movies. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right. Um, <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love I love I love her the movie as well. Um this is a whole different level though. I mean, if you told me this man took 30 years to put this movie together, I would believe you because I don't <sighs> even know if did he sleep at all during any of this. I know he did some of the screenplay work on it and I'm like I don't I'm I'm at a loss. I don't understand why this ha- why it's why I gotta go back like and it. see everything he's done. I mean, this guy's like this is genius and, work. And, it's and genius. I'm gonna start with the animal movie, whatever that one is. Um, so I won't have to read it this time. But that maybe that won't do it for me. Then maybe I'll need to do that. Um, but I think, yeah, I I had high hopes because I really do like Snowpiercer as a movie, and the more and everything about that movie is the same way. Every little thing is so meaningful, and you have to. You have to take every piece of it and, you know, every piece of it is, is integral into to the part of the film. And But you can also watch the film and not have to do that, too. It all depends on where you want to be with it. Um, I want to be deep into the psyche of all of it. Um, I The resonance and feel of this movie is so much of a five. Like I said, I wanted to really, like, break tradition. I'm a, I'm a rule follower, and there's no way I would have stayed and watched it twice without paying again. Um, and, but I didn't also want to be that girl because I feel like somebody behind me in the theater actually did that. So um, <laughs> I, I, I think that I. Well, you were at the hipster might... theater again, so of course. 
Well, if we, yeah, because that's where it's playing. It's playing at, you know, the art theater. That's all I can think of. The guy in front of me buying his ticket was like, so have you watched um, The Lighthouse yet? To the guy selling him the ticket. And then they gushed about The Lighthouse while I was getting <laughs> popcorn. So that's what it's like there. It's very small. It's intimate. Um, yeah, this is such a five plus for me. I, I This is going to be my favorite movie of the year. I can't imagine anything coming even close that we're gonna that we're gonna see a review so there's only <sighs> two months left of the year there's I, the there's some good stuff thrown. coming and i think there's gonna frozen, be some surprises frozen two is right around the corner so there's that but frozen two i mean you know, it could you know be how good i love sequels sequels are always my favorite so well you got knives out coming out you, you still got that to, to hold up for oh god I'm so sorry, but yeah, I do. That's this is gonna be tricky for me. There's two movies left that I think could still have a chance. Like I said, this year for me, movies have been somewhat weaker, and uh, we've entered. I mean, I thought Joker was really good, and this is maybe the best movie I've seen this year. This this last quarter of the year it started to turn around like I thought it would, and there's still some movies out there that I'm just so excited for. I'm so excited for November and December. There, and I, I like I said, we are going to be in the theaters all November. I know it's a formality, but I gotta do it. Nicole, would you recommend? Uh, what are we? <laughs> Parasite. Would you recommend Parasite? Um. Certainly, I would definitely recommend this movie. Certainly. I actually said when we left there that we should dive into more foreign films because <gasps> they just have this presence about them that are well, okay, just so excited. something that we yeah. haven't discovered. I can hear Jess screaming and... no in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> it makes whenever I watch whenever I watch a foreign film, I feel so uncultured because I appreciate them very much, but it's just not something that I've you know. That I've that I've encountered as much. I don't know. I I just think that it's so fascinating, and the way that this movie was put together was just so incredible. I hundred percent recommend it. Mom, okay. You know, you should watch this movie. I mean, I don't care if you don't read movies. What? It just go, just watch it. It's suck it up and read the movie because it's it's read it's better. Mo- <laughs> it's you could read this movie better than you can watch the majority of movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, I mean, I don't care if you have to go to a sticky bottom theater. You go and do it and watch this movie, and then go back like we're gonna do probably and see you know the bulk of the the rest of his library and and just be like, where have you been? Not where have you been? You've been around, but yeah. Why you know why are, why are you why why is this not a thing? I'm so I'm weirded out that I'm gushing so much over this movie, but uh, go ahead, yeah. I kind of figured this is how we were going. I figured. I mean, what was our lowest grade? Nicole gave a four once. I mean, this is yeah. an excellent, excellent <laughs> movie. This is it's gonna be a Mama K and I's top five. It has a shot. It sounds like of being on Nicole's. I mean, go fucking I'm see not, this. Go I'm see not it showing again. my hand at all. No, Nicole is very secretive. I think I know the one's going to be up there, but uh, it's not any anyone anyone would suspect. Um, it's not her. No, Nicole oh. is the only one of our co-hosts that hates her, um, and she's seen it a couple times. She's given it a fair chance. She just does not enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. It, it's just I can't imagine. And Jess, our co-host, like was originally kind of thinking about being on this one, but she doesn't like to read subtitles, and same reason she wasn't on the Lighthouse. She doesn't like to see black and white. You forget though, like that's yeah, not like, we put yeah. subtitles on on purpose. Like you forget you. Well, are, yeah, you and I actually... read subtitles on 
any movie, like, because because we can't always understand what they're saying. Sometimes they got <laughs> yeah, weird. Ass- close what if what if Sylvester Stallone are- shows up for ten minutes? I'm not gonna know what he's saying without subtitles. <laughs> what do you true. want me to do? Those like are, in that case, in that case, it's not closed captioning. Those are subtitles for Sylvester Stallone. But, I just, I mean, I, are, I, it's totally different things. It, it does help to totally read the. Things. I know it's a probably a crutch, but it does help to read the thing. So we, yeah, Nicole and I already read the majority of movies. So when we're reading a really good movie, and even though the people are speaking differently, doesn't really affect us. The inflections there, the tones there, the facial expressions are there, and if the dialogue is there too, then all the better. And the dialogue's not just there, but everything about this movie is spot on. We've gushed an hour and a half about this movie. Three solid recommends for Parasite. Um, and we've got... Can I say one more thing? Yes. Can I say one more thing? When yes, you're talking you about reading movies, it's really quick. When you're talking about reading movies, you know, people are always talking about when they make movies out of books and it's like, oh, the movie was good. The book is better. I think that this is the book. <laughs> so if they made a book, it would be like, it was pretty good, but the movie was better. Yeah. I just or would the book or the would book. the book be so incredible that it would shatter everyone's mind? No, I think this is the book. I think when people want their books to be made into movies, this is what they want, but they get something else that's a little more palpable. <laughs> but this is what they not not I'm not I don't know about this particular, but this is exactly what they want. They want this movie and how it's done when their book is put into a movie and I totally people understand fail constantly. Const- yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. So, okay, sorry. I just had Anyway, I mean, yeah, three of strongest recommends for Parasite. Our, our most strongly reviewed movie since her. Um, maybe one of our strongest remove, reviewed movies since the show started. Um, if you saw it, go check it out again. If you're afraid of subtitles and you don't mind all the spoilers you just dodged out, just, just, just go see it. It's just, <laughs> it will, if you're going to try to dip your toe into foreign films, no movie better. No movie, right. no movie clearer, straightforward, and yet so twisty and entertaining with great characters, great storyline, everything. Oh, we have so many theater reviews in November. I think I told Jess this earlier when we did Terminator this week. It's all theater reviews this month. All theater reviews, unless something Yay. goes wrong and we can't see it. That just means extra popcorn for everybody. <laughs> that means get your <laughs> subscription services wherever whatever applies to you whether it's amc or regal or one of the other ones that somehow still exists um or just me who can't yeah yeah mama k just guts it out and it takes one for the team <laughs> but we got yeah, uh just pours the money we've got harriet coming up we've got dr sleep She's coming start up. a gofundme for her mu- for, for her your movie, movie watching, watching. Can you just start one for the podcast then? Because, I mean, we, we don't have advertisements <laughs> yet. But uh, We've got Ford vs. Ferrari. Like Mama K said earlier, we are Frozen 2. We have uh, that Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks. We got um, Knives Out. There's just, Knives Out. Yeah. There's just so many movies coming out in November, and there's almost as many coming out in December. So if you have recommendations to send to us, like I said in the last episode, we will get to them. They will probably be in January when things start to slow down and just starts to get excited about terrible horror movies um but we will get to them so films with the women in my life if you have anything to recommend to us there and the best place to reach out to me individually is brennan underscore pod host on instagram it was a long episode i thought it might be and i figured because terminator was about 35 minutes that we could go a little long for this one so uh mama k nicole thank you for being on for paris thanks i had fun my pleasure. It's a good one. I'm. I was very excited to talk about this. It took all my strength not to talk about this with Nicole for for <laughs> the past twenty four hours. So, 
Uh, until next time, everyone, this is Brendan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.